Oh, we're recording. Hey, welcome back. It's been a little bit. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we're finally able to get another one in. Yeah. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been quite some time. It has. It's been like a month, actually, I think. Well, we had to do some meditation ourselves. <laughs> on what we're doing and making sure that we're efficient and thorough and consistent with what we're doing and that we make sure we stay legitimate in who we are. So we're back. I was also afraid to do Cannabis Part 2 because that's the episode where I was supposed to publicly announce that I used cannabis throughout my entire pregnancy with my second child. <laughs> Should I enter one of those sounds sound effects here? Sure. Whenever Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll consider. Anyway... Yeah. <laughs> today's topic <laughs> but instead of doing a cannabis part two today you know instead of doing that that part we're going to do being black in america because it's like it's a hot topic again for the past <laughs> you know. let me i'm sorry let me just point out how he says being black in america it seems like a hot topic again yeah. so plainly so coolly because this is how black people live in Continue. So, I've, <coughs> I've, I haven't really been watching the news much after what happened with George Floyd. I've been kind of just focusing on working and taking care of my family. But Renee and a lot of other people have been very vocal and angry and upset that. The world is now ablaze. And there's a lot of distraction going on with it. It's not the point and the whole reasoning behind what happened with George. It seems like everyone's missing the point now. It's just used for other agendas to distract the people and to further have people feel ignorant to the situation. Because now you have white people arguing white people over a topic they're not even sure they even know what they're arguing over. <laughs> it's so, very true. So it's very like, true. White people even know what they're fighting for anymore at this point. And then now you have these videos of bricks popping up in Ventura, California, and in Michigan, and all of these things. And you have these pilots of bricks just hanging around. And I'm down for anarchy, but not in that way of a fashion. That's kind of a setup. It seems like somebody wants us to do that. And I don't know. Because somebody does want us to do this. It seems like somebody profits off of people's pain. In the sense that, yeah, there's anger. So let's help elicit the anger by making it seem like, hey, here's a weapon you can use to start some shit. But for no reason. Why cripple your own counties, your own homes? Why did the riots even leave Minneapolis? Why did it get further and start burning down other cities? I get what the whole argument was for, the whole riot was for. Now with that. But when we started taking it out of Minnesota and we started burning down other cities because we were angry. That's where we went all wrong. That's where <laughs> we got. That's when the, the point got. The points got lost and yeah. it became now. I've seen people on Facebook posing with other people in front of overturned cars and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, why are we, why are we 
posing in front of destruction like it's a like a like a commodity like we're treating it like it's like it's just a, just a new thing that everyone's doing so if we're not doing it you know then you're not part of it and it's kind of like it's kind of silly you know you know never in my life would i thought revolution would come with a, a camera phone <laughs> i never thought revolution would come mm-hmm. from the fact that the recording the cop killing a black male was started this and I don't recording think... yourself doing the burning is also part of this it's kind of I don't think that the people who created the internet or the camera phone thought about this either. Maybe they did. To be honest. Maybe they said, what if it's It's just, it happens, it just happens to also be here. Well, one thing you've always said to me is, our cell phones are a tool. Cell phone is a tool, And if you use it correctly, you can really monetize off of it. You can really make some, do some good, good with it. And you can do some bad. You know who always said to me that the phone was a tool? Who? My father. Uh Uh-huh. Hopefully, he, he listens to this podcast. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> I guess that's how businessmen think, really, about things. You know, they think about everything they have and every asset they have. Anyways, so I haven't been paying much attention to what's going on with George Floyd. With a little bit I have been seeing, you know, just definitely has nothing to do with him anymore. Just somebody's personal agenda. And for the white people who have opinions, the white Democrat well, liberal people that I've been seeing, really, the ones who, you know, they're all up in arms and they're standing with the protests and they're, you know, Me Too and a feminist movement and the LGBTQ movement. And there are all these movements and, then, and they're Black Lives Matter movement. But as soon as one Starbucks and Target gets burnt down, you know, their fashion crisis explodes. They're dying out of a sudden. Now their favorite stores are burning down. They can't get their lattes in the morning. Because that Starbucks in the corner they used to go to at a time no longer exists because of but black let's talk about just a few weeks ago, all the people who were throwing fits, white people, throwing fits because COVID nineteen happened. So a lot of businesses lost employees. A lot of food joints lost their employees. So they were having like three hour wait times at Red Lobster. That's just at that and point, you know they were out there just going, oh my god, they're rioting, they're causing scenes. Right. Talk about the white people who are at the state capitals. Um, yeah, that's with the thing. Armed. That's the thing. And it's, and it's funny because it's mainly white people. And this is all about white people. That's, that's what it's always have been about. And they've always kind of found a way to bring it back to being about them. Yes. You know, it's always yes. about, oh, me as a white person, how am I affected by this? It's not Let's about Let's remember who came over to America. I mean, yeah. Criminals. Rapists. I mean, that rapists are criminals. So you know, all the not most, rapists are evil. The most terrible, the most terrible people that you could think of, were the ones who were sent over here. Well, of course, they didn't want to follow the rule. They're anarchy. <laughs> it's 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 a strange it's a strange thing, and I haven't paid much attention. But Renee has more. I think she wants to, she should talk about <laughs> because she's been very into it over the past few few days and very activist and speaking the right things and and paying attention and. And even her and I had to kind of, I had to kind of, you know, meditate together. He calms me down. And and realign the focus because, you know, at this point, <coughs> what I'm seeing is black people now cleaning up their neighborhoods from the destruction that's happened from other people. Black people now trying to share news showing that they're not the ones doing all the burning and looting uh, anymore. You know, black people trying to clean up, do collateral damage for other people's messes that they had nothing to do with. That's what we're worried about right now. You know, but instead, you still have white people still just pushing the same fucking agenda. 
you know, and this is like, when is it never going to, like, when are you guys ever going to really truly wake up to what's really going on? You know, everybody wants to defend the cops. Everybody wants to defend their buddy cops, their friend cops. Everybody wants to have some kind of insight of being right. But people never come to the idea of conversation to think that conversation, maybe we should just have a conversation. Nobody should be saying, oh, that's the right answer. No, it's just the wrong answer. You know, that's not how conversation works. You talk until you come, you come amongst this conversation of enlightenment. Enlightenment does not mean you've, you've walked away feeling right. You've walked away feeling more knowledgeable and knowing something in truth and knowing that what you're now living is a just life because you're living in that truth. Do you think that social media heavily aided to the whole people speaking and just waiting to talk? Like somebody talks and they're, they're, they're talking about something and the other person just is waiting to talk back. They don't actually listen. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's text messaging did that. Oh, so text messaging first and maybe then social AIM, media. Maybe when we first started IMing people and we started having waiting on responses and you started seeing an idea that you can be left on red or you just have to right. wait for somebody to respond to a thought that you've had. So that whole idea of just waiting kind of established when social media and the internet was kind of created. Right. I mean, you didn't know when a letter was coming in the mail, so you weren't sitting there constantly just, right. and just thinking, oh, is the mail here? Is the mail here? Is the mail here? Yeah. And now we are because we're tracking our packages. Yeah, because they'll <laughs> tell you in the morning what's coming, and you're like, oh, okay. Right, you see the junk mail <laughs> that's coming in, the bills you got coming in, give you anxiety ahead of time. <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's, you know, I think... So you're saying that they're trying to keep us scared and at home, right? Uh, trying to... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been home. You know, I was thinking about this today, and I was trying to figure out how I wanted to say it. And I was thinking about this post I wanted to put on Facebook. He's like, you know, they kept us so scared that we forgot we were black. You know, we forgot that we still could just die from a cop killing us, not mm-hmm. just COVID. Yeah. You know, we started off with this black people can't die from COVID. And then all these NBA stars and all these black celebrities said, oh, I got COVID. And they were fine with like fucking two weeks. Yeah. You know, every last one of them, every one of them was asymptomatic, every single one. Having to just have enough money to not be sick, mm-hmm. have enough money to just go into hiding and not have this <coughs> happen. And then I was thinking, like, all right, we have all this COVID mess going on. You know, there's no mass shootings going on. There's nothing like this. And, you know, there hasn't been much talk about black people dying in the news lately. And then, boom. Yeah, what happened? What happened to when there was a mass shooting, like, every two weeks, I feel like? Mm-hmm. Every like, two what's weeks. That? Is COVID stopping that all of a sudden? Is COVID stopping somebody from just losing their shit and going to a nursing home and just letting loose? They get rid of the people they assume were the right. virus? You know, is people sanity that stable now, even though mm. suicide rates are a lot higher because of COVID? Right. Or because most likely sometimes people were Everything. forced to be home? Everything. And, 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 and that's another thing, you know, is, you know, this topic today is not about just being black in America, but it's just about America. And a lot of it. America, A M E R I K K K A. Shizzle. Continue. You know. <laughs> you know, three Ks, two A's. You know, as Joey Badass would say. Mm-hmm. You know, America is is fucking is evil. It's based off of evil, and it's it's crazy that COVID had us trapped in a house for what two two months. They had us fighting and angry. Oh, I'm scared of going. You know, there was a there was a there was a restaurant in Texas, and the guy says, "It's a you cannot wear a mask in my restaurant. If you're scared to come in here, don't uh-huh. come. Come when you feel like you're safe." And that's 
That was brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. And there are reasons why people are so pissed about that. And I'm like, well, why? Like, you guys are really scared. And, like, here's the funniest thing about it. The CDC had itself, and this is how much I, I don't even petition to COVID, and this is how much I are, was aware yeah. of. The CDC retracted numerous fucking things. Yeah. You can't get it off of surfaces. You can't get it off of... You, you, the, the, the number of deaths were, like, half, if not less than that. Mm-hmm. You know, there were sources out there saying the hospitals were getting paid just for saying this is a COVID yeah, death rather many, than just a death. how many videos out there of nurses came out where they were like, people are not dying of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> they are dying of other things and they're marking them as there's COVID. People out, there's people out there saying my dad died of, the doctors, doctors said my dad, <clears> the dad died of COVID, but really he had like a heart disease. <laughs> and there's like, mm-hmm. and there's, this, these are black people saying this. I'm like, I'm like, and, it, and the one thing that I always realize when I talk to a white person sometimes, not all white people, most of them. Mm-hmm. They always want to come with facts. <clears throat> and they also say, well, this article says this, and this says that. I'm like, that's your only facts. It's that one source. You come with me with one source, and you think I'm going to believe that. You yeah. think that somebody of my capability of thought can sit there and say, that one source is going to satisfy me. Right. I ask a question, why? To almost everyone and to every single thing. He does. So to sit there and think that one <laughs> fact is going to satisfy me when I'm able to think of another thought to counter that fact, and you have nothing else to give me, we, we, we're no longer thinking anymore. You're just regurgitating. Yep. And you're Which not thinking for yourself. Which is what we've been taught to do in the American if you school think about system the American, exactly, forever. Right? Everything, I, I've learned more white history than I've learned black history. And when I started learning African-American history, it wasn't that much. And the most of what I learned was fucked up. That's yeah. my history. You want to white history? Oh, they've been further than Native Americans or the Indians at the time, excuse me. Yeah. And they were friends and they had corn and they had festivals. Yep. And they and they had smoked peyote and they had turkey. And now we have Thanksgiving. <laughs> and now we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. And now we're going to celebrate Christmas. And now we're going to celebrate these holidays that the government says to celebrate. But my Muslim brother couldn't even celebrate his day. He just started getting some time to be able to meditate. Right. You know, I have you know friends with Judaism. You know, I have friends of all kinds of religion in, in school that weren't being treated fairly. And for America for fucking years. Mm-hmm. Think about fucking uh, Kwanzaa. You know, they don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about the black unity and that. They don't talk about how to bring up the black person even in the black school system through our own spirituality, our own deities, our own practices. You know, the American school system was never built to educate. It was built to create soldiers, brainless soldiers to just regurgitate and to work <laughs> and to keep making the machine run well. And as long as the machine keep runs making well, the machine and run there's no well. disturbance, which is why it's rage against the machine. That group existed for a reason. That title of a name oh, was for a reason. It's all their fault. Because they were going to tour this year. Uh, probably. <laughs> you know, when this guy said they were going to tour. I'm just show, kidding. But I mean, let's just think about it, though. You know, <laughs> well, wait, these guys literally had these guys literally used a Buddhist monk, set himself on fire at a time of revolution because he wanted to make a statement that we could practice religion here. You know, and, you know, these guys were looking at the world in a different way back at that time. That was 2000. They were 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought it was their Gatsby here. Everybody loved the Gatsby for the fact of partying and drinking alcohol. But mm-hmm. no one read the fucking book mm-hmm. of Gatsby and how the American dream was a setup. And no one realized that. Mm-hmm. I realized that at 17 years of age when Miss Archie in Germantown High School made sure that me, a black man, did not leave ignorant. Because mm-hmm. it was enough of us in that world, and they weren't trying to fix us. Who was that again? Miss Archie. She was hard as fuck. Shout out. And she and I joked around <laughs> in her class, and I was and I was and I was that kid, not like a class clown, but I had my moments with my friends. Yeah. But she checked me. 
And she changed my life since that day. You know, I remember going to college, you know, for the first time in the summertime. And I was calling her up, letting her know I got my grades in my paper. You know, let her know, hey, I'm really trying, you know, yeah. because at one point I didn't really believe there was a point of in trying until she kept pushing me. And I read the and I read and I read the Gatsby and I thought it was weird. I read a book by a white man in the class where she was so pan-African. And I said, if this is a white man, it was worthy of her time. Let me read this book a little bit deeper. Yeah. And I read that book and I took it to the heart. Yeah. I said, at 17 years old, I understand this. And I took that book to life throughout my whole college career. Yeah. And people will just always make fun of it. That book's not that good, this or that. And that's fine. But if people don't understand the relationship that book has, I have that book. Because, you know, I, I meet tons of white dudes in my English career and, mm. and college who've read all tons of fucking books from all tons of British white writers and all kinds of shit. And that's, that's cool. I'm glad they're educated. And that's the relationship with how, how we grew up. Right. You know, and, and you know, but if, they, if they understood, but then when I speak, how I speak about Gatsby, how I feel about Gatsby, either they walk away feeling, okay, this guy, you know, has an attachment to this book for a specific reason, or they see it as just, the book's not that good. And that's their preference, and that's fine. And that's just how I move on in my life. You know, because, you know, as Isaiah Rashad said, how do you speak the truth to a crowd of white people? <laughs> Zay Zay. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I can't change the white man's... Where's the album, though? No, I don't even say that. <laughs> Give this man time. <laughs> we got a single, and I'm happy with that. Because, you know, right now, why worry? <laughs> why worry? But, you know, this wasn't supposed to be my podcast. It's supposed to be Renee's. But... No, it isn't. It was supposed to be her This meditation. isn't scripted at all. This it's is just the... Work. This is meditation with the Merediths. But you've had the most thoughts of all this stuff. And then but I'm just no, because you need to be heard before I need to be heard. That's true. And I was, it's been, we've been like really trying to figure out a time to use podcast and it's been crazy. And now we're here and I'm just like, all right, now I'm tuned in. I'm zoning right now. Ooh. Because like, <laughs> I'm just thinking about things and I'm thinking about like, even like, you know, it's crazy. You know, I digress a lot with this podcast, but it's a meditation. I'm just going through thought. Yep. I've had a few white friends, even one over in the UK, respect, you know, much love from her, she knows who she is, who wrote me just to see if I'm all right. This is the first time ever that a black man has been killed out of every black person that's been killed since we really started becoming aware of this since like 2012, mm-hmm. 2011, 2013, 2014. This is the first time they've actually reached out to me, make sure I'm doing all right, to see if I'm doing okay. I'm holding my head up and letting them know they appreciate me and they love me as Good. a black man. Yeah. There's like, a lot man. of support from the UK. Well, I'm like, man. You know, because think about punk music. Why wouldn't the UK be supporting this? You know, punk music, mm-hmm. you know, roots of reggae. Punky roots of reggae. You know, Bob was on to something. I always say, you know, the anyway. poor punks have a lot more in common with poor black people. Which is poor why black, black people. Panthers and Young Patriots, who had opposing views of things, came together to fight one cause in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's essentially comes down to one. It comes down to one point: humanity. It comes down to humanity and the idea of the everyday human. And through COVID, you know, we found everyone fighting, everyone being angry, saying, "Well, I want to stay home and not go to work." And you have people who are saying, "Well, my business is going to have to close because I can't keep staying home and not running my business." Well, I'm glad your business means matters more than a life. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that in my so life. So is that as well. like the theme right now though? Like with That's exactly with, where with we're at. COVID nineteen it was well right, life versus profit. Basically people of profit. Which is why I said to you earlier this week, you know, the fight is against capitalism. Right. But they're using black people to make that fight. And that's not our fight. 
they're framing black people for, the for that cat- fight. Yeah. Correction. For, yeah, they're framing. How us. many videos are there out there of black people on the ground right now at all of these riots saying this is not us? This is not us. We've this is not us. Year. We say don't shoot. We say this. It's just that this it. time everybody's recording it and putting it online and people are actually paying attention to what is being put online. I didn't think that I was going to see any articles from any news outlet that said, "Oh, um neo-nazi white supremacist groups are putting these bricks there i've seen actual articles from news outlets that i know people know of and it's not just some random small town website mm-hmm. um shocking to say the least um i mean you know it goes back to the point where you, i said to you is you know and, I, and it wasn't my point but it's one that i've heard are we, is life an imitation of art or our imitation of life? Oh, geez, with the hard questions. It's not a hard question. The thing is, it's not a question that I have to have, find an answer. And that's the thing people, if we ever think of, they need to find answers for things all the time. As a human species, we're so intelligent, we need answers. We need to know that there's a purpose to things so that we can, we can fulfill ourselves for some reason because we don't know how to just exist and do things. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to just be here and just wake up every day and take care of some positive things and enjoy ourselves in the evening and then go to sleep and then do it again mm-hmm. and not have to really have an agenda behind it. We don't know how to just live. White people do. White people what? They know how to wake up and do the, do the system every day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, remember the idea when you said to me? When you said the idea of it's going? Every time I talk to somebody oh, yeah. at work, I say, mm-hmm. I say, how's it going? They're like, it's going. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, it just means it's going. <coughs> as a black man, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <coughs> You know, and as I guess as a as just Keith, I mean, what the fuck does that mean? Because apparently, even my mom says that, and so I'm just like, as just as me, it's like when I talk to people that that way, I'm like, what does that mean? And, and we meditated on it a little bit, and kind of came to the conclusion that it kind of means that you know you're just you're just living, you're just living your life based off of what you have to do. You you're wake fueling up, the machine. You're fueling the machine by every day you punch the clock and you don't question it. Yeah. And so you say it's just going because you just go, you wake up. You get dressed, pack your lunch, eat breakfast, go to work, go home, get your lunch prepared, eat dinner, watch TV, go to sleep, get up, you do it again for five days. Uh-huh. And you get two days off, and you go back to doing it again. And I realized as a human species, that's not our purpose. That's not... We weren't here. We weren't put here to be tortured and be put inside no, for eight hours a day, we five days a week. Or more. <laughs> to think that's the system that we live in already as a species. And to think that there is a group of people in that system who are not even able to play that system fairly <laughs> shows you the level of evil that exists. Because you have already oppressed group, oppressed people, which is the poor people, constantly filling this machine. And then inside that group of poor people, you have black people who you're oppressing from even being able to play a part of the poor machine. Who can't, who doesn't even have opportunities, mm-hmm. equal opportunities to even succeed in that poor machine? It, it comes to a point where it's like, where even what Terrapin said it, you know, Terrapin, a cannabis company, he said it's a class, it's become a class war, and it has become a class war, but we have to make sure we keep focus first that within that class war, there's one specific group of people who loses the most. So if you go to their neighborhoods and their urban communities, mm-hmm. you'll see more abandoned businesses. You see businesses. But if you go to any suburban community, any more 
rural area, you'll see more businesses than you'll see in the abandoned places. You mm-hmm. see, it's abandoned, it's just been so because they have to fix it up. Mm-hmm. That's how much money goes into every other community than it does into the black community. The dollar doesn't even last that long in the black community. We're not even told how to sustain that dollar, how to can make that dollar become more money. Yep. We're just told how to spend and how to keep spending on everyone else instead of ourselves. And they want to keep you that way too. And they want to keep us that way, so they keep forcing us thinking, keeping the sorry textbooks in the school system don't teach us how to you know how to balance a checkbook they don't teach us how to do anything that requires us to live a part of this world which is why most black public schools most populated black public schools don't have funding because they don't want you to have books period well the reason why we didn't have funding (laughs) is because they wanted us to pass standardized tests and if we didn't pass standardized tests they didn't give us any money my school germantown high school was one of the biggest fucking schools in philadelphia it only could pretty much fund half of itself and then after that they shut my school down and pretty much forced those kids out. Now, one of the biggest landmarks in Philadelphia is abandoned, simply because the city does not want to put money into funding a school that could possibly educate hundreds of fucking kids in the community. Funny how things come around, right? Or simply because I remember even I remember when I wrote an article in high school when they said they're turning my school to a promise academy. I wrote a, a journalistic article for the school paper saying, "What are they promising?" And I questioned this whole fucking thing. And I remember Miss Archie read it, and she said to me, "Damn good." <laughs> you know since you know before i even really knew it i was questioning the system mm-hmm. you know i was questioning what's going on why are you taking the why are they changing why are they forcing into these situations because i always thought about why do we have to feel a certain way about things even when it's not right and and so you know when i started questioning that thing that theory and that idea i kind of started really questioning everything really you know things that you know kind of forced us to believe in one way rather than another you know even when it came to certain things maybe even just within the black communities you know having anger towards a, you know a group of people or just having anger you know and not really understanding how to live and how to love yourself and how to love you know your community and your people to the point where you can live your life and actually still understand that the enemy isn't who you think it is you know instead of being so angry we refuse to leave we refuse to educate we refuse to start strategizing we stay angry we stay bitter now we're shooting back we're busting back and all that stuff is happening and revolt we, mode we, we, right we're constantly surviving <laughs> off of ourselves we don't trust anyone we don't have knowledge of life but when we step away we step back we're saying all right this is my environment this is what i'm in this is the survival i have to go through you know where you know i, I know people who didn't even go to college, who went to Germantown, who went to the middle Roosevelt, Logan. They didn't they didn't do nearly anything I've done, but you know, they, they didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't let their environment become them. They make positive change, they're doing positive change, they're being positive. I tell I let him know all the time. I you know, he knows who he is. If he listens to this, you know, I, I let him know all the time. I'm watching him because you know he's like a he's like a big brother. You know, he's always been around when I was when I was growing up and he's always let me know, you know, he's he's he got my back. If I ever need anything, he's there. And he just always just to share love. He let each other know, you know, you know you know, just pushing for you because as black men, you gotta let you gotta, you gotta really do that for each other. You gotta really push each other. Let them know, hey man, if you need to talk, I'm here for you, and just know I'm rooting for you. You know, you know, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta start supporting ourselves and pushing ourselves up, and really starting and, and really loving each other because at the end of the day, you know, it, if you realize anything that comes from the from what I observed of white people in my time around them, the one thing their parents have always done was support and believe in them. Of, or, or just always support them, funding it with money or funding it with connections or whatever it is. They, they give that child the opportunity 
to do whatever it was. Most white kids go to art school because the parents don't give a fuck with what they do. As long as they go to school to do something, they become an artist, and they're selling fucking projects for $12,000. <laughs> you know, simply because that kid created some art and they went to this school and they know this fucking professor and a professor knew this professor who was a descendant of fucking Picasso and now I'm saying that person's worth something because of connection. That's how the shit works. Mm-hmm. You know, and as in the black community, we don't, you know, we, we don't have to have money and all that to support each other. We got to support each other by supporting the community, supporting each other's, you know, names, you know, uplifting each other and just doing that because it, we, when we do that and, when, and, and as we are doing that already and that, it's not that we're not doing that and that's the thing that's kind of interesting to think about it you know at a time where black people were really coming together really starting to push people up and push people forward you're starting to see a lot of destruction of black people again you start really seeing the dismantle of the black people you start seeing them really starting to target us again and really starting to try to bring about and it's kind of like they, they they're just constantly terrified that the awakening of the black person would bring the end of the of this of this whole entire system and it's true and once once the gates are down which is what the white people who are aware are doing once they can bring down a gate which is the privilege of life then the blacks can infiltrate babylon and take down babylon and destroy it that's what's that's supposed to happen that's called unity that's how we get the system it's not about being better than white people not being better than black people it's about how can i use my strength my platform to help this person who has this skill set and platform to do this platform because that's that's just be just be true Blacks are great at a lot of fucking things. They invented a lot of fucking things. <laughs> they invented this everything. World Come on. has been turned because of the black <laughs> Because skin. of black people. And it's not saying that in narcissism. It's not saying that in, in anything. White it's people created and added things as well. Nikolai Tesla is fucking a brilliant person. You know, and, you know, and there's tons of poets and writers and inventors out there who's white as well. But in the sense of black creativity, there's a reason why... They, they funnel fucking billions of dollars to the NBA and the NFL and they want you guys to watch us so fucking much because our the physique of the black man, the black woman is fucking Superman, Superwoman yeah. mm-hmm. and that strength can't be beat, which is why we were slaves which is why we were used as slaves we weren't slaves, we were used as slaves mm-hmm. because we can endure a lot and we endured a lot for 400 years as Bob Marley says, you know you eat my corn you know, <laughs> you come take my corn after you already sleeping for 400 years. You know, what else do you want? <laughs> you know, you know, so it's, 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 it's diabolical. And, and the seed, and, but the thing is, you know, and it's, and it's, and the thing about the darkness and all that, think about the beauty and all that. As I spew off my little thoughts about this, I've seen some beautiful things come out of these riots, though. I remember that one picture I've seen on the internet when that girl had got just pepper sprayed, a black girl just got pepper sprayed. And this guy immediately, white dude, poured milk on her face. And I'm like, man, that brings tears to my eyes. You know, because he's just, you know, because I've always, I, I never, I've never believed there was, I'm, you know, there was just white people were evil. It won't make sense because my fiance is white. <laughs> but, I've, but I've always pushed for the agenda of just peace, love, and unity. I've always pushed that way. And it's not because I don't want to violence. No, I'm fucked that, burn it down, I'm for violence. But I also know the end system Same. that comes for that. I know how, I know that the end system is peace, love, and unity. But essentially, we have to kill the virus. You know, whatever that virus is, you got to do it because we're a species of bacteria. Our job is to kill whatever cancer exists so that way we can live healthy. You guys decide that. Uh, or we could come together and talk about it, you know. <laughs> uh, you, 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 know you don't got to decide it alone. You know, this is, uh, we are people. But, you know. Um, shit, I think when it comes down, when it comes down to all of it, I mean, everything we're talking about, um, 
government white supremacy groups um, being black in America, right? When every single separate issue comes to the bottom of it, we just all need to be educated and open to to being educated and admitting that we may not know everything about each other Mm -hmm. and just having that conversation to help bridge every communication gap well the thing is people (laughs) have to be people have to one be open to that because if you're going to say there's no way in the world that Democrats and Republicans are going to sit together and talk. Then you already deny the idea that change is possible. But then you're going to sit there and look at me dead in the face and try to say, oh, you know, what's going on with these black people, you know, matters and we need change. But you're not trying to be about it. You're trying to immediately deny it. You know, you got to accept that. You know, it's what J. Cole was saying, you know, his High for Hours song. I believe it was that song. You know, we were thinking about revolution. We are thinking about revolution as the way of fighting and being stronger. But have we ever really sat down and thought? And think, you know, you right. see a lot of celebrities saying, "Go back for treats, start thinking, organize, strategize." Miss Badu. The one thing I've never done in my life was organize anything, which is why I kind of did papers last minute, which is why I created things at the last minute, which is why I just did things at the last minute. I lived my life the way I lived. It was, <laughs> honest, it was and honest. then I came along. And then you came along, <laughs> and it's kind of helping me now. And and my professors always said that too. You know, your mind is there, but you're just not organized. And I never understood what that meant until I started going to therapy, and I really started realizing my mind, my thoughts. They're there, they're just in different plots and different holes. And so if we, and so when I started, you know, meditating and consuming cannabis, you know, uh, uh, and really just focusing and, and really stop talking to y'all, I kind of just dip away and talk to y'all <laughs> on, on these podcasts, you know, I kind of focused a lot more and kind of was able to organize and realize that. I said, and I said this few weeks ago on Facebook and I'm not no prophet or anything like that. I wish I was. No, I'm kidding. Um, I wish people just listen, <laughs> to be honest, because I'm like, I don't know how people I have on Facebook. Like, 300 people, that's like a, not, a lot compared to a lot of people. Anybody but who has a social media yeah, account has an audience. Right, I have an audience. It doesn't matter if it's an audience of 12. It doesn't matter if it's an audience of one right. point, whatever billion. Right. Million. Because I have an audience and I've been saying to people, you know, pay attention, protect your mind, they're gonna it's gonna be distractions. And then we start getting crazy ass fucking distractions. You know, distraction, distraction, right. distraction. And no one's really paying attention anymore. And to the point now where everyone's still arguing about this or that. And the thing is, if we're still arguing about the riots, then we're far behind the purpose. You know, the riots the first few two days maybe until the cop was arrested should have pretty much proved the point. You know, after that, that started make that was made a statement. Well, they are currently I know there are current efforts in um, getting to... some things changed for how police become police and what it's legal for them to do. I mean, I don't even think that even matters because it's illegal for them to kill, but they still do it. I know this. I know this, okay? I know this. You have to still give credit for what is happening. We know this. We understand that the police force needs to be defunded and abolished and destroyed. We need to defund the police force as much as we need to defund our military. Correct. We put our money into the... Correct. I mean, do we want to talk about how I think we don't even need a federal government and that each state should govern itself? No. (laughs) We shouldn't even... No one... People... 
no people needs to be governed. We think we need control well, and position because we don't understand how to control ourselves. But change is slow, always has been, always will be. But how you can't change what you created. But they didn't, huh? they didn't slowly get to the point of saying, hey, I think we should organize people. I'm pretty sure that just came, I think. I'm pretty sure down around the time. What, were they made states? No, when they kind of just forced people to, into this one system of life in the United States of America. I don't think it was like a slow progress. Well, maybe it was. It has been a slow progress. Never to changing it back to not being this way now? Wait, what? So are you saying, so when the United States of America was a steroid as far as industrialis, industrialism, would you say as the idea of leisure time in the 1950s, that was a time where, you know, reefer madness, and, uh, <laughs> you say, would you say that was a time where the American consciousness was focused on boxing everyone into believing that you know you work you eat meat you yes just, so are you saying keeping now, up with the joneses i think is the term so now we have keeping up the kardashians yes <laughs> so because it was like oh this family is this way and this that's when gossip started because people had free time because they weren't working they didn't have chores so now okay to say, so getting back to the point where we're trying to get away from that again now yes okay. How many people do you see on your Facebook that pop up that are they're like, I have this amazing story and I'm going to tell you how you can work from home and make six figures just from behind your computer screen or by using your phone. How many of these pyramid scheme businesses are out there? Right. Everybody out there is saying you have to go work for yourself and go in e-commerce, Shopify. Right. You can have your own store and make all of this money. From your phone. Everybody's getting away from the, oh, I have to punch a clock. Why do you think more kids and more teenagers got filled into retail jobs to fast food jobs? Because you could get away with paying them cheap. Right? And because they're the least educated of the workforce. Right? I totally lost track of my thought on that. Well... <laughs> you know, this is a good meditation. You know, it's, it's 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 everywhere, but it's a constant critique of America, and it's yes. a constant critique of America that shows you in every which way of American living how the system plays a role. We knew we would talk about this a lot too before we even started this podcast. We knew that that this topic would be heavy. because America. You know, I really want Democrats to hear this the most from me. I'm registered as an independent. I voted for Obama in 2012 because I just, you know, he said something about college and I said, that sounds good to me. And then in 2016, I voted for Jill Stein because I said, this works for me. Yeah. And I remember people saying, if you didn't vote for Hillary, you voted for Trump. Yep. I remember people saying, if you didn't vote, you voted for Trump. You know, White people love to point the finger at everyone who doesn't do what they want them to do. And it's mainly the Democratic ones. Because the Republicans, they're conscious that they're selfish. They're aware that they're selfish. They're undeniably narcissistic. Yeah. They know this about themselves. <laughs> Democrats and they don't care. hate having flaws. They hate knowing they need work. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing about Democrats. And that's about Republicans. They think there needs to be single parties. They think there needs to be right. this. They never think there could be just a group of people who have opinions and a group of other people who says, well, I like that opinion. I like that opinion as well from the same exact person who I generally what I like. 
I like that information I do like, and I like these appears to come together. Mm-hmm. Simply your idea of breaking the two parties together. Simply what Bob Marley did in Jamaica. We brought the two opposing parties together on stage to shake hands in front of all of fucking Jamaica. Mm-hmm. To show unity. To show we can have opposing people with similar ideas. Talk. Right. We don't need to have these enemies. We make the Republicans the enemies. I know some great fucking Republicans. Right. Some great men. Who was who? I fucking do that much I would tell you about. I wore pink socks to work the other day and he just loved it. <laughs> and, and, and it you know, it's funny because, you know, when you, when you introduce yourself, you say some people you want to meet. He said you want to meet President Trump. And I just laughed because I knew how many people probably fucking wanted to throw out when they read that. Mm-hmm. Because people just can't stand that somebody likes Trump. Some kids fucking like Trump. Like, Except for where we moved, there are a lot of Trump supporters. So maybe it wasn't that surprising. No, oh, no, Danville, Pennsylvania. It's very fucking surprising. They're extremely left. Oh, you know, you that's think, true. You know, Danville is, is okay. Uh, I guess we live in the surrounding areas. You know, anyway, it's even it's not even surrounding. It's just people with Joe Biden signs around Danville. Yeah. People with Joe Biden signs around here. It's we just live in central Pennsylvania, but it's, it's still people have opposing views. Not everyone expresses them as openly as they do because not everyone's a dick. Not everyone cares about people know. I want this person to win because I want you to be upset. So anyways, mm-hmm. I was saying is, I met some great fucking Republicans. So many people who just simply are Republicans because they, they are Republicans because of a way of life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they're racist. It doesn't mean they support everything that Trump believes in. Mm-hmm. They just believe in the Republican Party's ideology as an initial idea of what it stood for, which is working people, working hard, getting paid for that work. That's it. Not working people getting more than they deserve or rich people getting more than they deserve. No, not a lot of people believe in that shit. There's some of them who do, fuck them. That's their own priorities. But, and I've met some, so I've met some really interesting Republicans, really good people that I, I could just talk to about anything. I could talk to them about Trump. I could talk to them about anything. They may feel comfortable talking to me about this. Because simply, I let them know. I don't fucking care about either one of them. <laughs> I think they're all fucking evil. Because as a black man, they've never made change for me. They never think right. anything less of being black for me. Right. But I do pay attention to them simply because they also are the governor of this United States and we give them that power so that we not be completely an ignorant fool. Right. But I also understand that I, when I talk to people, I let them know straight up, Trump's a fucking idiot. There's no need for a party system. And the people I do talk to who are Republicans, they will tell me, look me in the face and say, they're all fucking assholes. I don't like the system at all either. But they, Nobody likes the system. But they anymore. choose a side because they feel like they have to choose a side. Right. Okay. And so sh- would you think? Would you say that the primaries, of which, neither of us voted in today. I can't vote as an independent. Apparently. Oh, exactly my but, point. And here's the funny so thing. why in the primaries do you have to be registered as a Democrat or a Republican just to have a vote? And that's the thing about that. It's funny. I have Democratic friends. The last time, the last primary we had, tried to get independent voters to switch to Democrats just to vote right. Democrat. Right. Why? I'm an independent for a reason. Right. I don't necessarily agree. I fucking do not agree with a lot of things Governor Wolf does in the state. Right. So why the hell would I switch myself to a Democrat just to vote Democrat? Right. Democrats have to stop. Have to understand just because you guys are trying to fight the evil with lesser evil does not make evil right make it right right and that's the thing you have to understand evil needs to go in all shapes and sizes if you want peace burn it to the ground so how do we burn it to the ground <laughs> you burn it to the ground with knowledge and education and understanding the revolution is more than just thinking that this guy in his blue tie is just giving me the stuff i like so i'm gonna support his idea and this guy red tie is doing the same why hasn't there been a woman president yet you know because we're been, not the ones controlling things. We're not the ones controlling things because they don't want you guys to be the, the ones involved in any of this stuff. You guys are 
It's meant to be second to the man, as always. Right. That's why you're always first lady to the fucking man. It's always right. what she looks like. Right. Never him. Right. What she looks like. Never him. You know? So True. it's, it's, True. we're, we're living in a world dictated and run by men, particularly white men. You know, nurses are white men. And they are generally Republican and are definitely Democrat. <laughs> and if Democrats keep thinking that there was some time where Democrats really cared about black people, mm-hmm. but never existed. Abraham Lincoln never cared about black people. He didn't free us for that purpose. He didn't free us at all, which is why we celebrate Juneteenth. He let us choose freedom or he let us choose death, which was, no, did I say that right? He let us choose either slavery or let us choose death. It was pretty much either you fight this war, you get your freedom if you live. You don't fight this war, eh. Right. So, when did we officially get our freedom? Not on the 4th of July. Right. I wonder how many people out there don't actually know that. Yeah. Good question, right? Slaves were never free and black people were never free. <laughs> and black people were pretty hard people used as slavery. You know, there was, you know, another thing people don't know about is black people could probably create a wick. Just wanted to throw it out there as a fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> so all you people who are Republican who hate people who are in the system, we created a system. So fuck you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, and anyone who has a problem oh, with that. No. Because, it, it, no, and the thing is, we have to let people know that we're angry about this because people have to understand that this is the truth, you know, that, that they can't just keep thinking that they created this beautiful way of life for people. And they can't yeah, I know a system. lot of people who used I'm, to be on WIC. So I am... Or like, are on WIC. I was on WIC. Like we're Republican or... Yeah, exactly. We were we used WIC, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, why should people feel ashamed about that? Why should people feel right. guilty about that? Something that black people created to help black people communities because they had less... Right. And instead, now the government took under control and they give it to everyone and says, well, I'm going to decide how you get this now. So um, I just wanted to put that interjection out there. People are offended. Then clearly you chew, you know, if Bob Marley says the hat fits. <laughs> you know, stick naked foods. You know, I have the time for stick naked foods. You know, I got, you know, people listen Thank to this want progress Bob and they want a real challenge and they want to challenge me and they want to challenge us so we can grow because we're the millennial generation and the last time we had this opportunity was fucking 1970s and we couldn't imagine what happened in the last 1960, 1970, how many people were killed who spoke out against the government. Right. We are now doing the same exact thing. We just don't have any people who are leaders and organized. I'm not saying I'm that person. I got kids to raise. But I'm just saying. Right. I'm down to talk to people and help get to the point where we can find somebody to say, okay. Which is why we have this podcast. Which is why we have this podcast. <laughs> and this is why it was very important that we tried really hard to get this podcast recorded today. because It's an effort. It's it's definitely an effort. And, that, and, as you know, we, and I don't have time to sit on Facebook and Instagram and argue with you people. You know, and, and, and constantly try to prove people to understand what it's like to be a black person. You know, so this is what I can do to get people, if you go and listen for 40 minutes to whatever, to an hour, you have to listen to me, but hear, but hear me. And yes, you're by your choice because you want to, which means you respect what I have to say and you're interested in, in talking to me and, and, and bettering under your understanding of, of life. And you probably learned this shit ton from a black man. You know, we're going to have a segment called Acts of Black Men because, you know, Maybe get to learn about black people. Get to learn about black culture. We're not just slavery. That's the whole point. White people don't want to learn about black people. White people don't really have the resources to learn about about black people. 
Um, they do. They and have money. Well, not all of them. Well, yeah, not all of them, but the ones who don't usually live near black people. Not always. Not, I mean, not in the fucking mobile homes in the hillbilly Hickvilles. <laughs> but those people That's my are point. detached from already society. Okay, but still. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jeez. Okay, so we have to wrap this up because we only have so long that we're, it allows us to record. Does it? Yes. Uh, maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. So we have about 13 minutes. Oh, that's just... So... That's awesome, <laughs> but that's fair. But either way... Uh, we are thankful if, if you are listening this far. I came back with a vengeance this time, and not because I haven't attacked anybody, because as you guys can clearly see, I'm really open to talking to any and everybody, and I love any and everybody, but I'm against those who are against the cause. If this... you know what the cause is right now, then I don't... I, I can't help you at this point because we're trying to progress. Not to Renee all the time. Ask a racist why they're racist and then enjoy it because it's going to be hilarious because there's no logical fucking answer. So you <laughs> talk to an idiot for about a good 10 minutes. You know, we don't have time for the people who want to continue holding us back. We only got time for growth from this moment on. We don't got time for this shit anymore. You know, too many people are dying for because of this. Too many people are alive as their own life because of this. And we're just sitting here and arguing over bullshit. Politics ain't going to fix it. Trump ain't going to fix it. Biden ain't going to fix it. Going to vote ain't going to fix it. We've been doing this shit for years. We haven't gotten anywhere. We right. keep saying, let's keep trying it. Essentially, we're sociopaths ourselves. We keep thinking of something that's not working. It's going to eventually work if we just keep trying a little bit harder. Right. It ain't working because people aren't becoming knowledgeable. Because today, I don't know who to vote for in the primaries. Neither does Renee. Because one, we didn't have the time to keep up with it because we are busy trying to stay away from COVID and trying to make sure black people weren't getting killed by cops. And trying we to distracted. work and trying to take care of our family. And exactly. <laughs> and trying to live the American dream. To be honest. There's a lot yeah. of things that people well, that's aren't the thing. You say, you, you say that all this stuff isn't working, but it is working. It's, it was des- this is how the system, American system was designed. It's working perfectly fine. Oh, yeah, perfect. Which is why... We are protesting against that, essentially, and trying to urge people to think differently because if it's not working and we keep trying, like you said, we, do we just tweak things and you think it's going to just magically work and we've been doing it for all these years? It's not working. So we have to open our minds. We have to think outside of the box. We have to try to do things in new ways, um, which could mean a different voting system a different way to address the people i don't know this might this might even have to be a part one episode because i think we still have a whole lot more to talk about but another point is is we don't have all the answers we can't give all the answers in a 60 minute podcast the thing is we're trying to get answers well, I, that's what I'm saying, though, because, well, what are people going to think once they listen to this? Meditate. Are they, like well, that's what we the want mind. them to do, but they're still going to be left to wonder, okay, so what do we do? So that's what he was his messages, you know, write us on Instagram, you know, <laughs> so you guys start tweeting us or whatever, you know, platform we're on, you know. If you're really burning and urgent to really get engaged with this and really want to talk to us, you know, we don't know. You know, we're 27 years old, you know, we're, we have, we just got our own kids, we're still trying to figure this out as well, but we're seeing... We're seeing it from a different side of how this is being played out, and we're not trying to be played the fool again. So we're trying to really talk to people who want to talk. So about we're going to start with one, just a communication bridge, an education bridge between different people, specifically right now, because it's what matters, is white and black people. So we would like to start the Ask a Black Person segment, which might have to come in the next episode, unless we want to do a question right now. So, hey, I got one. Like I this, got one. How much minutes we got? Let's, we got nine minutes, so All we're right. going to wrap this up. All right, let's do it. Um, 
Part One, America 2020. That's probably what it's going to be called. So, first segment for Ask a Black Person What is your name? <laughs> um, so, my name is Keith. Do you want to share your entire... Not my full name, no. My okay. name is Keith Meredith. Um, <laughs> um, That's the question. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I want them to ponder that. I want them to think on that. They're going to think, well, all you did was ask him his name. But I want them to think about that. All right. I asked a, a black person. I asked a black person in 2020, what is your name? Do you know how many branches can come off of that? I already got one. So one thing that people were thinking. Okay, go ahead. Um, people are probably going to think, well, either what does my name mean or what does the name signify? People might meditate heavy on this. They really pitched to this. Man. Because, that's pretty, that's nice. yes, because your name is Keith Meredith. And I'm a black man. And you are a black man. Give me that too many hints already. If somebody already told you, if somebody said, oh, it's Keith. Oh, he's black? You don't believe how many what? interviews I got because of my name. What? You don't believe how many white people told me because of my name. And then they're going to think, okay, so where did he get his name from? It sounds so white. Huh. You know what was funny? I remember when a white guy huh. told me my name sounded powerful. It is a powerful name. But the majority of people are going to say it sounds white. Oh, yeah. Another branch. I just said that. Anyway. My co-workers anyway, said, uh, anyway. They didn't even expect me to be a black man. Yep. Be a Keith Meredith. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I know. I said to him right in the face, probably I got my interview here. And they got so uncomfortable. <laughs> and they were supervisors. And they were Yeah. So, ask a black person. What is <laughs> your name? We are going to do this in efforts to start at the literal basics. Because honestly white person to white people out there that's where everybody's fucking at right now you're at kindergarten level if not below that in your comprehension skills to be able to start talking to black people and knowing what their lives are like and how they're just like you and how the government has forced this onto you and you're all being brainwashed about them to treat them the way that the majority of white people have been treating them oh did i just go off a little bit oh, i have this whole other thing that, that i would like to read no don't read that i don't have time to read it to educate the people but i will say this please research who fred hampton is If you are inside because of COVID-19, if you are just, you just find yourself having some free time right now, please research Fred Hampton. Please remember that we will have Ask a Black Person segment every week. If there is a question that you would like to ask a black person and it is not negative and it is not hateful in any sort of way, please feel free to direct message us. Find us on Facebook, Instagram. I don't have a Twitter for us yet, but you can message us right on here. Leave we us a leave us a leave us a leave us a voice message. If you have a question for a black person because you truly want to be educated about what black people are like and you maybe don't know where to go or where to start with that, please feel free. Message us. Talk to us. It's why we're here. Yeah, essentially. We started this podcast but we wanted to meditate with people. Well, we're an interracial couple in America in twenty twenty. Do you know how many questions that brings up? Oh, I mean... If people sat and think about it, thought about that... That's why we call it meditation. That's why this is Meditation with the Merediths. We have five minutes left, so... Any last words? 
Um, this is going to be part one. We're going to have a second episode because I didn't get a whole lot of talking time in here. Yeah. But they. Um, my nah, God. Just to, just to wrap it up. Um, um, it feels good to be back. It feels good to do this again. To really you know, get this recorded and not just kind of spiral in my head with these thoughts. Um, you know, I hope people really understand that, you know, it's time for us to really collectively young people young us millennials i think specifically because if you don't realize they've been targeting us since we were able to really start questioning them and they want to make us seem discredited and like we're crazy but we are knowledgeable because we went to college but we didn't we went to college it's easier let me finish they my make it seem. it's easier than they make it seem okay but you talk forever and it's easier than they make it seem to really do this and i hope that we really understand that <clears throat> You know, this two-party system never worked for us. And that if we're going to also protest and voice ourselves for black people and for the cause of black people, understand the wonder people, you know, they're not just black people. They're not just a color that you continuously see them as. They're a human being that exists that happened to absorb, you know, melanin better than you, you know. You know. What? <laughs> this is why he... <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, anyway, let me finish up. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I got distracted. But, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta understand, you just gotta understand that, you know, black people are, ju- are just, are just people, you know, we just want to be looked at as people and be, and, and, be just, and just be treated as people. You just want to live. Know, we just want to live our life and, you know, That's smoke it. our herb and let our That's hair it. be no, natural. You just want to live. You know, we just you are, we are one race. We are the human race. That yeah, is it. We just want to live and let our hair be our hair, you know, That's you know, that is a part of who we are as well is that our hair was always, you know, destroyed as well. So we want our hair to be free. We want our hair to be free to be Afros, to be bald, to be Natty Dread, to be however we want. We want to be able to be black in America in 2020. Essentially, that is what it is. You know, if no one else can be it. Only we can do it. And essentially, if you're trying to extinct us, is going to throw this world off balance. So I want to know where all the culture vultures are. So let's just live. You know, and the white people who are fighting a good fight, and the Asians that are fighting a good fight, and, and every everyone who's fighting a good fight and who's standing in solidarity, you know, definitely is always appreciated and is always loved, and, and everyone is watching and everyone's aware of it. Those true light seekers are really watching, so definitely keep at it and and, and, and don't get distracted. That's that's what I would say for this one back. What did SZA say? Say guard tweet? your mind. Guard your mind because just like. Um, and guard your emotions. Definitely guard your emotions. Well, it it wasn't just an accident about all the drugs, and it's whatever else too. was put into the ghettos, right? Air quotes. Um, um, you know, they they didn't just magically pop up there. Yeah, we didn't. Let's just, just say that. Guns, just like the bricks aren't drugs. just magically popping up at all these protests right now. Yeah, we didn't. Do, so guns and drugs didn't magically <laughs> pop up in New York City back in the eighties. And neither did these bricks. So pay attention. So pay attention. Stay guarded. Stay informed. Research who Fred Hampton is. I'm going to throw in there real quick. Research who George Soros is. And we will see you next time for part two. Peace, love, and reggae music. Always. One love.